Hello and welcome back. It's lovely to be here again. Um, welcome to the Leaders Who Love What They Do podcast and also to another live video in the Love to Lead Facebook group. Great to be back and here um, we will be talking about the inner voice again today. So before we start, just to introduce myself, um, I'm Anne Collins and I'm an executive and leadership coach in Blue Bottle Coaching. So we're going to dive straight back in. This is part three of our series and And it's a special series on the inner voice and it follows on from the previous two episodes. So uh, I do I do urge you, if you haven't already heard those, please do go back and listen to those before this one, because it will it will be uh, it will make sense and it will be a a bit easier. So today's episode is called Channel the Chatter and How to Turn Down the Volume. So in the first two episodes, um, we talked about the gift of the inner voice. And yes, it can be noisy and chatty and annoying, but it can also be our greatest help. It can be our greatest fan, our encourager, our thinking partner, our creative partner, our confidence booster, and really the inspiration that we need to step out of our comfort zone. And today I just wanted to, before we go any further, to talk a little bit about um, the comfort zone, because it's something that comes uh, comes up a lot when I'm talking to clients and because people often say to me that they want to step out of their comfort zone and because we all know that when we're stuck in our comfort zone we're not we're not growing we're not developing we're not moving um, perhaps in the direction we want to want to go and when we talk about what's stopping them they typically say two things so the first thing that people say is that there's not enough there's or there's not anything to really to strive towards there's not there's not enough to to make that step there's not enough pull as it were and then the second reason that people give is in a sense the 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 other side of it is that the action is scary so staying in the comfort zone is more comfortable because the alternative of taking action is scary so those two things um, are, are really interesting and and I think we need to we need to also think about those in relation to our inner voice because often the inner voice has a big role to play. Now, what's the what's the problem with staying in our comfort zone? Well, staying in the comfort zone is actually not comfortable. That's the irony of it. Because we know that we're missing out on opportunities. We know that we're not only missing out on the opportunities that are immediately ahead of us, but maybe also we're missing out on the opportunities that are going to come from doing that. So we're we're missing out. And and for many people that can lead to feeling that they have regrets later on, that they didn't they hadn't tried something, they hadn't they hadn't followed followed what they really wanted to do. So why is this important? Well, as I just said, because the inner voice is really playing a part, the inner voice is trying to protect us, in fact, and in a way to keep us in that comfort zone, because that's the known part, isn't it? The comfort zone. In fact, I'd kind of like to change it, really, change the word. The comfort zone is what we know. If we stay in that zone where we know what is happening, we know we know what today is going to bring, pretty much. If we stay in that comfort zone we're we're kind of protected from uh, from that unknown and from stepping stepping into um, someone else's unknown maybe if we're joining joining forces or whatever that might be so today we're going to really think about uh, how to how to really um, tame that uh, inner voice and I'm hoping that you then might uh, find it interesting to think back about the the comfort zone aspect of it so 
one of the reasons why people do stay in their comfort zone, that first reason, because there isn't enough to, there isn't enough pull. There isn't enough pull because people don't uh, always know what they want. And for me, I would relate that to people not knowing or not really completely tapped into what their purpose is. Because so they don't know what that next step um, is going to look like. They don't know what they really want to do. And so people stay, we stay in our comfort zone because, well, what is there to go to? We're not sure. So working on what is stopping us from taking action, whether it's finding finding that purpose or even working on working on what's stopping us from taking action is is really, really important. So when the things that stop us taking action, so pe- when people are scared of taking action, they fear many different things. It can be, um, well, I couldn't do that. That's not for somebody like me that's for other people that's not for somebody like me or it might be well um i and nobody nobody will nobody will believe me that i want to do that or um, what will other people think so it can be lots and lots of different things and so working on those is a game changer really is so working on purpose and also working on what it is that's stopping us and quite often quite often we might we might have a bit of both so reconnecting with the purpose is one part but also the fear of taking action and quite often those two things um, can quite easily coexist they're not uh, they're not opposite ends of a spectrum not by any means and I'd like you to think of that in a different way it's a bit like clearing the surfaces it's a bit like clearing the surfaces and um, before you're going to before you're going to make a wonderful meal so you can imagine before you make your meal you maybe you make your you make your list of the things that you're going to buy you're going you're going to look at your your recipes you're going to decide um, what it, what it is that you really want to prepare and and in a sense that preparation is really invisible isn't it when you get the wonderful meal you don't see you you don't necessarily see um, all of all of that that's behind the scenes. So that preparation in, is invisible. But without it, you well, you might end up calling for a, for a takeout, maybe, and um, rather than the meal that you'd planned. So clearing the deck, so to speak. So that's really connecting with your purpose. Really looking at those looking at those thoughts that are stopping you from doing something. Now, some of those might be related to the inner voice, and we'll come come to that. But other things might be deep rooted beliefs about what what we feel we are capable of doing. So that kind of work needs to happen first. And in fact, even when the decks are cleared, even when we feel, oh yeah, they're feeling quite good about that, feeling like ready to take those steps forwards, even then, even when we're connected to what's important, we, and even when we've got clarity around what our goals are, that little inner voice can still get in the way. So today, that's what we're really thinking about, um, taking it to the next level in a sense. I'm going to be giving you um, a technique, but I'd also like you to put it more in the context of what needs to come beforehand, what preparation needs to be done. So Ethan Cross's book that I referenced in the last couple of episodes, I'm going to be continuing to use his work. It's so good. And I will put the reference in the show notes and also in the comments below. He explores this in detail and he reminds us the harm that this inner voice, that this chatter can do, especially when it's chronic and especially, of course, if it's if it's negative, because it can really contribute to chronic stress. 
Um, equally, on the other hand, the transformations that can occur when we calm it down, when we calm down that inner voice, when we when we're able to when we're able to really uh, tone it down, turn the volume down, the, the transformations can be amazing. I mean, for for my clients that I've worked with, I can see the transformation, even in their even in their the way they they're speaking, they glow, they radiate, radiating with confidence because they're ready to make huge contributions. In many cases, they're ready to step into leadership roles at the highest level, and often that is 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 related. They're all interrelated, all of these things. But calming down that inner voice and really being able to use it is really important. So the number one strategy that Cross uh, describes, and he, he goes into a lot of detail, and I really recommend uh, looking at the book if you have the time. His number one strategy is all about creating distance. Now, I'm going to just go into that in a little bit more detail. And what he means by that is that we need to become the fly on the wall when we're in a difficult situation, when we've got an inner voice that's that's not being helpful, that's kind of in our ears and going on and on and on and not helping us to move forward. So if we become the fly on the wall, in a sense, we become we, we start to look at the situation to look at ourselves and we start to create a really quite a quite a big distance between us how we're feeling and and also from that position of being the fly on the wall so what I want you to do is I want you to imagine that you take a photo of you of yourself and uh, in a situation where there's a problem, that can be any kind of problem. So you take a photo of that. So you take a photo of yourself. So already you're distancing yourself. And then what I want you to do is I want you to imagine that you take that photo very close up. So you're really filling the frame and you're in the middle of that situation, whatever that situation is. Maybe it's something at work. Maybe it's something at home. Maybe it's something to do with your health. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is. So imagine it's very, very close up. And then what I want you to do is to press the zoom out button. Now, if you've got uh, if you've got a fairly simple phone like mine, it's quite easy. You can you can zoom out. And what I want you to do is I want you to literally zoom out. And what can you see then? So I want you to use your imagination. Maybe you can see other people in the frame who are also involved. But critically, you are you are looking back at yourself in the photo. You are taking that distance. And now I'd want you to look at again at whatever that problem was from this distance. So look at what you're saying, what you're thinking, what processes you're going through, what the problem is. And then what I want you to do is I want you to then from that distance, from it, from a, and go even further, go as far away as you possibly can. So you create a huge distance. You could even imagine that you're really up in the clouds. So you could take the, the, the photo and make it a, an incredible super, a super camera where you can whiz up and you're really up in the clouds and you're looking down on yourself a long way away. So from here, you're creating a distance and I'm hoping now you can see that problem in perspective. You can start seeing what else is around you and maybe you can also start to see other solutions, other solutions that maybe you couldn't see when you were right in it. 
be careful though just be wary of uh, when we when we're looking at this sometimes people think oh so it's just creating a distraction when we're taking making uh, when we're taking a little bit of distance and I'd really like to say no it's not at all that it's not a distraction it this is not uh, this is not about creating something um, where we distract ourselves in order to feel better of course that can work in the short term you say oh well I'm really worried about this oh well I'll go shopping do something else and of course that can help in the short term and it can be very useful but if we're looking at really trying to solve a problem we need to engage with it and we need to look at it head on um, sometimes we may need help with that if it's really if it's really tricky but we need to engage with it if we if we take the head in sand approach we're probably not going to get very far but what does help with this creating a distance is that it gives us perspective. Now, this is a key coaching technique. We use this a lot in coaching because it helps clients to really engage and not to, not to avoid problems. But we also have a safe distance and we can really reflect without the emotions getting in the way. Because when we create distance, we're able to we're able to see things in a different way. We're able to see ourselves in a different way. We may be able to see ourselves, how others see us as well, and even able to see maybe how other people are feeling too. We can put ourselves in their position as well, which is which is also another way of creating uh, creating distance and helping us to to think things through from another point of view, from another perspective. It also helps us with the zoom button to turn down that chatter. And if you notice, as you zoom out, the chatter changes because we're no longer thinking in terms of emotions. We can start, we can start analyzing and start being curious. And so the chatter automatically, it reduces in volume. And it probably changes as well. And we'll look um, at that in next episode when we're going to look at how to actually change that, change the record is in the next episode. I think the, the, most, the most powerful part of this technique, well, in fact, there are a few things. The first thing is it's really easy to do, really easy. And you can do it wherever you are. You don't have to, you don't even need a piece of paper. You don't need a pen, nothing. All you need is your a bit of imagination and maybe a bit of just a little bit of quiet time, but even not that much. So starting to just use that technique and just try it, try it with small things, try it with big things, anything, any little, any, any problem that feel the way you feel, you can hear that inner voice really getting in the way. Yeah, maybe just, just try it. So there's very a very interesting study by Philippe Verdun, who's in the, the University of Leuven in Belgium, and he's referenced by Cross. Um, so that's uh, in in the book there. I think it's in chapter four, and he and his colleagues did some research into the use of this kind of technique. And what he found was very interesting because what they found was that distancing in this way helps to shorten and dampen a negative mood, which is of course great news. But also distancing from positive situations reduce the feeling of joy and happiness. Now, that obviously is not so good. 
So there is there is another there is another element to this that and this is where in a sense the idea of living in the present, um, enjoying the now, in in a sense it's all part of this because what we want to do is in a positive situation we want to be really immersed in it, we want to really absorb all of that, feed that inner voice with all those great feelings. But when there's a negative situation, a negative problem, we want to be able to distance ourselves so that we can work out the solutions. So we we can calm down that that uh, that negative inner voice. So I think that's a, that's a very interesting part of it. So to to conclude, I would like to ask you this week to experiment with the zooming out button, and I'd love to know uh, how you get on with that. And equally about the immersing in in a positive situation. I think that that comes that comes generally uh, more easily to people. But try try just being aware of that, even being aware of that, and especially the zooming out and looking. Back Back and seeing what uh, what uh, what that changes for you. Maybe it doesn't change very much, but what does it what does it change in the way you're feeling, when the t- in the way that you're thinking, and is it helping to help to generate generate some some maybe some other options of what might of what might be possible. I think it's quite an interesting technique also to try to try with children if you're a parent um, if they're of a, an age where they could do that so trying to help them to to just have perspective and that's what it is all about really trying to get perspective when things are when things are difficult getting perspective on a problem being a fly on the wall is uh, is is maybe a good place to start with children I don't know you might have to come up with a different a different uh, a different metaphor but but I think it's an interesting one. Okay, so um, I would just like to uh, just to remind you that there are a couple of things um, coming up. So, firstly, if you if at the beginning of this episode when I was talking about connecting with your purpose and working on beliefs that are holding you back, if that resonates with you, we have got a great training coming up that is free—a five-day workshop at the end of August. Um, it's going to be on Zoom, so it's uh, it's really interactive. And um, so do sign up if you would like to join us for that. It's, uh, it's f- and if you can't come to the sessions, that's no problem. It's all available on a replay um, in the podcast. So you are very, very welcome. So do do start signing up. There are people who have already signed up. Um, so reserve your place. And the places are limited because on Zoom, it's quite nice not to have too many. It's great to be able to actually have, uh, have, have a good bit of interaction with everybody. So if you would like to come to that, um, do sign up. So I would like to leave you with that there. The next episode is is coming up um, next week and that is going to be the second part of this. So do do tune in um, for that then. Thanks very much. Have a good day. Goodbye.